Blog Talk Radio. God afternoon. I'm your host, Minister Myrene Wise, and welcome to the Love Gospel Hour. If you enjoy gospel music and an inspirational word, you come to the right place now. Let's get your praise on.
week. I had been challenged on this week. I tell you, my flesh was rising up, but I said, you know what? I need more Jesus. So I got Jesus. I prayed, and he helped me through that thing. So I'm going to praise him until I get a breakthrough. Whenever you don't know just what to do, just praise till you break through. Oh. Just praise until you break through. Are you ready?
Well, amen, amen, amen. God, God's going to hide me. Um, I just really appreciate God. I want to give honor to God. I want to give honor to Minister Gigi. And uh, just asking God to just bless this afternoon. My scripture for this afternoon comes from Psalms 23, verses 1 through 3. It says that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Please pray with me. Heavenly Father, Lord God, we just thank you so much for all that you do for us, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you for loving us when we didn't have enough sense to love ourselves, Lord God. And we're asking this afternoon, Lord God, that you just bless the words that I'm to say, Lord God. I thank you, Lord, for putting them in my spirit, Father, and I'm asking right now that they come through me the way you would have it to. Lord, I'm asking for permission to sit down so that you can stand up in me. These things I pray in your Holy Son, Jesus' name. Amen. I don't know what's going on, but there is some feedback, but we're just going to keep going forward. So most everyone has heard of Psalm 23 because this psalm is so familiar, we're in danger of missing the depth of its meaning. And because its setting is in the world of sheep and shepherds, many of us who have never even seen a sheep, except for in books or on TV or maybe at the country fair, its richness can slide right past us. So today I want to talk to you about what it truly means to have the shepherd in your life, about the privilege of being sheep as long as there is a good shepherd protecting your every move. We are a lot like sheep. As humans, we seem to follow after the most popular perspective, after the lie that is repeated most often, or follow the ideas or ways of someone that we think is doing this thing called life right. As children, we said, You know, gee, Mom, everyone else is doing it. Why can't I? That's why the Bible says all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to its own way. If sheep needed a shepherd to stay on the right path to protect them, I contend that we who are like sheep need a shepherd also. So Psalm 23 begins with, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd. He is my light. John 1 and 5 says, And the light shines on in the darkness, for the darkness has never overpowered it. It has never put it out or absorbed it. Because the Lord is my shepherd. He lights my way. He protects me. He ensures that I will be safe along this journey called life. We, like sheep, need a shepherd. We need someone to light the path for us, someone to keep us protected. The scripture says, I shall not want or I shall not lack anything. And I believe the rest of this 23rd Psalm describes the way that our shepherd ensures that we lack nothing, ensures that we want for nothing, that our needs are met. Scripture says he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the 
still waters. So using the sheep as a metaphor or using the sheep as an example, let's explore. Uh, you may not know this, but sheep do not lie down easily and will not unless four conditions are met. Because they are timid, they will not lie down if they are afraid. Because they are social animals, they will not lie down if there is friction among the sheep. Uh, if flies or parasites trouble them, they will not lie down. Finally, if sheep are anxious about food or hungry, they will not lie down. It is the shepherd who must see to it that his flock is free from any of these situations. Sheep are very easily frightened. And when one subtle sheep runs in fright, all of the others will follow behind it in blind fear, not waiting to see what frightened them. As I said before, all of us are like sheep, and we all have gone astray. We've all turned to our own way. And so like sheep, if we're afraid or concerned about situations going on in our lives, it's difficult for us to lie down and rest. We live in uncertainty. Any hour can bring disaster, a tornado, a flood, or a fire, a call concerning a loved one in the middle of the night. And generally, it is the unknown, the unexpected that frightens us most. Today, we're all pretty frightened or concerned by the reality of this Delta variant of COVID and who may or may not have the vaccine. We are concerned for our children when they go out at night. Will they make it home safely? When there is tension or friction in our families or at work or in the community in general, we, like sheep, usually cannot rest with this tension. Stay up or don't rest because they must always stand up and be ready to fight. The result is that they that it wears the sheep out. They lose weight and become irritable. We are the same way. We feel as though we can't rest. We seem to be on our post, ready to fight at all times. There is a struggle for status in our society to keep up with the Joneses. There is a struggle for self-confidence and self-recognition. Most of us fight to be the top sheep. We butt heads and quarrel and compete to get ahead. It's impossible to relax in that kind of environment. You have to always be ready to stand up and defend your rights. But things change when our shepherd is around. The Lord's presence puts an end to all the rivalry. When flies and parasites bother the sheep, Rest is simply impossible. It's hard to lie down when thoughts are sitting around in your head like flies. People and family and coworkers can cause friction and provoke us to do things that we would probably never do. Sheep poke at each other. Sheep need to be free from torment by flies or parasites. It can lead to a bad health problem. Like us, we have to ward off people who want to hang on to us. They can become a parasite and affect our health. They will also not rest until they are free from hunger. A hungry sheep is always on its feet, searching for another mouth of food, trying to satisfy its gnawing hunger. Keep in mind that in Palestine, where David wrote this psalm, it's dry, it's brown, it's sunburned land. 
Green pastures didn't just happen by chance. Shepherds had to search hard for green areas or cultivate them themselves. But when a sheep had eaten enough, when it was free from fear, when it was free from tension and aggravation, that sheep would lie down. Our shepherd provides us with the spiritual food we need. If we hunger and thirst after righteousness, he has promised to fill us. All of our needs are met in Christ. That's why he makes me to lie down in green pastures. There's a first century scholar named Josephus. He offers another school of thought as it relates to he makes me to lie down. He said that sometimes the shepherd would institute forced race rest periods for his sheep, especially for the pregnant youth and frolicking lambs. The shepherd would take the sheep and fold their legs in such a way that they would become paralyzed for a while and therefore had to lie down and get their much-needed rest. Some of us have been made to lie down as a result of a broken bone or some other health problem, as a result of heartbreak or even the loss of your job. The shepherd has slowed us down, perhaps, so that we can get some rest. He maketh us to lie down. He also leads us beside the still waters. Sheep by nature are afraid of running water and will refuse to drink unless everything is still and quiet. Shepherds would often divert water from a rushing river to make a private pool of refreshment. Even with the sweet waters, the shepherd has to lead the sheep to the good water because otherwise they will stop and drink from polluted puddles where they can pick up parasites. We are a lot like that, aren't we? God has provided so much for us, and yet we often drink from places that will only harm us. Jesus made it clear that the thirsty souls of men and women can only be fully satisfied by coming to him. In John 7 and 37, he stated, If any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. Our shepherd leads us beside the still waters. Scripture goes on to say, he restores my soul. There's an old English shepherd term called cast sheep. This is a sheep that has turned over on its back and can't get back up again. It happens frequently. And when it happens, all the sheep can do is lie on its back with its feet swaying frantically in the air. Sometimes it will moan, but usually it will just kick. Buzzards and coyotes know that a cast sheep is easy picking, that death is not far off. That's one of the reasons why a shepherd is always looking over his flock, counting them, see if they're all on their feet. Is there one missing? When the shepherd finds the sheep, he rolls it over and lifts it up to its feet. He then straddles the sheep, holding it erect, rubbing the limbs to restore the circulation, while talking to it gently. What a picture of what God does for us when we stray, for us when we have wandered and restores us when we are cast down. God is the God of a second chance, of a third chance, and of many chances. I'm so thankful that Christianity is a series of new beginnings. If you are cast down today or have from the flock, 
Allow the shepherd to restore your soul. He'll bring you back and he'll put you back together again. When we stumble and fall, we become so helpless. And yet our shepherd is patient and tender and helpful in getting us back on our feet. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake, the scripture says. The word used for path refers to a well-defined and well-worn trail. With sheep, even when the path is perfectly clear, sheep will stray. Since the shepherd knows the trails, he can guide them in the best way. God wants to lead us in path of righteousness also. Most of us know the right road we should take, but our selfishness and our sinfulness often lead us astray. We need the shepherd to guide us in the right way because like sheep, we often have no sense of direction. As we submit to the shepherd, he will lead us in paths of righteousness. And he does this for the sake of his name. God guides us for his for ours. His reputation is at stake. His character is on display. When you carry the name as distinctive as Christian, the one who that name is associated with cares about where you are taking that name. Yes, he will lead you. You just need to be willing to follow. The Lord desires to be our shepherd. He wants to bless us. He wants to care for us. He wants to provide for us. He wants to protect us. He wants to restore and to lead us. But Jesus never hesitated to make it clear that when we come under his management and control, there would be a new and unique relationship between him and us. There would be something special about belonging to this shepherd because not all shepherds are good shepherds. John 10 says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd risks and lays down his own life for the sheep. But the hired servant, he who merely serves for wages, who is neither the shepherd nor the owner of the sheep, when he sees the wolf coming, deserts the flock, and he runs away, and the wolf chases and snatches them and scatters the flock. Now the hireling flees because he merely serves for wages and is not himself concerned about the sheep. He cares nothing for them. The scripture says, I am the good shepherd. And I know and recognize my own, and my own know and recognize me. Even as the Father knows me, and I also know the Father, and I am given my very own life and laying it down on behalf of the sheep. You see, the good shepherd knows his sheep. It was the good shepherd that laid down his life for his sheep. It was the good shepherd that endured a mockery of a child trial for his sheep. It was the good shepherd that was slapped and beaten for his sheep. It was the good shepherd that was wounded for his sheep's transgression and bruised for his sheep's iniquity. It was the good shepherd that said, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. It was the good shepherd that carried his own cross up Galgotha's hill. It was the good shepherd that received nails in his hands and in his feet for the sheep. It was the good shepherd that was crucified for his sheep. It was the good shepherd that cried, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. It was the good shepherd that cried, it is finished, and gave up the ghost. 
all for his sheep. John 10, 27, 28 says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. The way for the Lord to become your good shepherd is outlined in Romans 10, 9-11. It says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. The scripture says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. My question to you this afternoon, is the Lord really your shepherd? Amen. Thank God. Thank you. 
your trouble, tear through your pain, tear through your suffering. Live, 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 live. Y'all ain't got to holler back at me. Have to worry no more. They're all red. 
depression and unemployment.
Yes, he is. The Lord is working everything out for you. You don't have to stress. You don't have to fret because he's working it out for your good. All things will work together for your good. You know, those people who are bothering you, you don't have to cuss them. You don't have to curse them because God said bless them. Because when you bless them, you're going to be blessed. Amen. This is amazing grace. Bye-bye.